Brands on Brands. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Today, we're talking about how to format your podcast. All the questions that people ask right when they're getting started about what the show should be like when building it. Like the top nine questions, all categorized for you today and answered so that you can just get moving and start building your show. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you being here. Today, we're talking about how to format your podcast. And if you are new to the show and you want to refer back to the specific lessons from today's episode, go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash blog for the epic blog posts we do for each of the shows and pick the show you want to you want to listen to and check it out. Also, if any of you out there are looking to convert 1 hour into 1 month of content for all you podcasters and content creators out there, I've created a step-by-step guide just for you all about repurposing content. Download it now at my free resources page at brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources. Now let's jump into the show. Brands on Brands. All right. How to format your podcast. Why do you need to format your podcast? Why are these the questions that keep coming up? Well, because every time we get started, before you're ready to hit record on your show, there's some simple choices that you have to make that outline the format of your show. These choices give your show the structure it needs to deliver a consistent experience for your audience. What do I mean? Well, imagine this, that some weeks a show is two minutes and others it's two hours. And sometimes the show is funny and sometimes it's serious. And sometimes they talk about expert topics and sometimes they're just doing comedy all day. You wouldn't know why you're tuning into that show. You wouldn't know why you should listen. You wouldn't have a reason to go there every week. Now, there are a few people that get away with this that are the celebrities in their game. They can afford to do a variety show. But for most of us, For most of you starting podcasts today that don't already have that built-in audience, you have to be more specific. You have to give your show an identity that people understand when they are searching for you. You have to give them a reason to tune in every week that they can count on. That consistency matters. So these choices you have to make about your show will give it structure. The structure it needs to deliver a consistent experience for your audience. These are the first questions most people ask when starting, when I'm giving some coaching advice. And I have people talk to me all the time about how to start their podcast when I, and I coach them on how to launch. When I'm doing that, these are always the first questions that come up. They come up on discovery calls. They come up in actual podcast coaching sessions that I'm running. And I'd like to just get them out of the way here. And if it helps you get started, awesome. So the reason that most people ask these questions is because they're like, well, I've seen so many different examples of what shows are out there. What, you know, I don't know which one to pick and what would be the best one. That would suit me. So that's why we're going through this today. So here are the three kind of bigger groupings of things we'll talk about. We'll talk about the build of the show. We'll talk about the flow of the show. And we're going to talk about the production of it, right? These are the things that would, you know, that form the basic show format. So let's talk about the build first. 
The build starts with the parameters of the show. This includes the length of the show, the frequency, how, how often you put shows out, and the consistency. And what I want to say about that is, first, we'll talk about the length, right? So the length is literally how long is the show going to be? Is it going to be five minutes? Is it going to be a, you know 100 minutes? Whatever is it, whatever it's going to be. And I'll tell you this. What most people should, will tell you is that it doesn't matter, right? As long as you pick something that makes sense, that you, know, you should record for as long as it takes to get the point across. And I'll tell you slightly something different. If your show was an interview, you should be aiming for about 45 minutes. Why is that? Well, because when you book interviews, most people want to give you one hour of time. A lot of Some people that are higher, harder to get will only give you half hour. But for the most part, if you aim for an hour of time, that means you have time at the beginning to say hello to your guest before you record, to get them acclimated with the show. And it gives you a little bit of time after the show, five, 10 minutes to recap, say thank you, and have any final chit chat with your guest. So that 45 minute, 40 to 45 minute window of actual content is all you need. And then you'll bolt onto that a little bit of the intros and things that you're going to do at the end of the show. So that all packaged together ends up being about 45 minutes of content. Could be a little more, could be a little less, but that could be a goal for you for interviews. If it's a solo show, you might want to cut that down a little bit. I would aim for somewhere between 10 and 20 minutes of content. That ends up being just the right amount where you can actually get your ideas across in a simple to understand manner. And also, if you're turning this into something that's transcribed into a blog or something like that, it is a, the right amount of content that fits into something that's readable for people. Also, about 15, 10, between 10 and 20 minutes is about what YouTube likes when looking at videos. So when you edit these things down, you're going to be right in that sweet spot to the right amount of content that works on these platforms. So I'd say for a solo show and for that. There are different formats. If you're doing more of a daily show, you might want to end, you know, aim for something more that's, that's smaller, quick size bites. But again, you got to pick the length that works for what the show is intended to do. But most shows are either going to be solos or interviews or a combination of those. So think about those lengths when starting. In terms of your frequency, I love weekly shows. If you can do daily, good for you. The more frequency you have, the better your show is going to do. But most people can't keep up with that pace. I started with three times a week. It was hard, guys. And it's like a full-time job at that point. If that's not what you have time for, weekly is your next best bet. Why? Well, because every week you can tell people we have a new show that comes out every Tuesday. People are looking for consistency and will be looking for you every week to drop new content. If it takes you a month to have a new show, they're going to forget about you. It's just the way people think and work. So if you can avoid it, try to keep things no more than a week apart in terms of delivery. And how do you do that? Well, you might have to mix up the type of content you create. Maybe you do an interview every other week because that's harder for you to get. Maybe if that's easy for you to get, maybe you cut, do more of those and do less of the solo shows. I love a combination of both solo and interviews because you get the benefit of having guests on and all the benefit that they bring in terms of their clout and those ideas you bring together. And the solo shows help you get your voice out, but we'll talk about that in a second. But the frequency will be connected to what you think you can deliver in terms of output. So if you can get weekly, do it. And consistency, what we're talking about here is plan to, and decide up front, is your show going to be evergreen? Meaning, are you doing a show every week of the year? Or are you going to work in seasons? And again, this is a, a decision every podcaster has to make. If you can commit to it and stick to doing it every week, great. Have an evergreen show. What I like, which not, not a lot of people talk about, about uh, seasons, which is why I do seasons, is that I can categorize my shows. You know, I can base my content in buckets. So this season four 
is my solo shows are mostly about podcasting and in, in, in the area of personal branding and building shows. The last season, season three was mostly about content marketing. And the season two was mostly about the concept of personal branding and the beginning part of it. So you can design your seasons to help you format your ideas. And then you can, you know, have launches to each season that you build excitement around and energy for, and you can conclude each season and wrap up if you like, and you can coordinate that and you can take little breaks in between. And what I mean by breaks is not, you know, airing no content. You know, if you do like, don't take more than one or two weeks off, but I mean, you can rebroadcast old content or repurpose content and take multiple episodes and combine them and do best of features, things like that. Point is think about what's going to work for you. Do you want something that's built in seasons or do you want something that's just evergreen where the content can you know, ebb and flow depending on what you're feeling like that week? That's up to you, um, but there's advantages to both. So that's the show build. That's the first part. By the way, if you guys are just getting started and you're looking for podcasting ideas because you're not sure even what kind of show to create, uh, listen to episode 150. That's brandsonbrands.com forward slash 150, where I dived into 10 podcasting ideas for beginners, specifically people who are creating expert shows. If you're trying to become the expert in your field or you are and you want to demonstrate that knowledge and build a show around it, check out that episode, episode 150. All right. So number two, we talked about your show build, which is the length of the show, the frequency, the consistency. Let's talk about the flow of the show. Every show has a design, right? That is how the show runs from top to bottom. And the first step in that is figuring out your hosting style. And what I mean by that is what we were slightly talking about earlier, which is, is this show a solo show? Is this a show that is a collaboration between you and someone else consistently? Is the show an interview where you are bringing on multiple guests over and over? Is it a group show where it's you and a co-host and interviews? What is the style going to be? And it could be a combination of these things. Like I said, I like having a solo show so that I can demonstrate my, you know, my, my knowledge and tips and build my thought leadership and hone my voice because that's what's important to me. But also I incorporate interviews every other week because I want to learn from the best in their specialty. And then I want to, you know, riff on that and learn from that. So I do those two things. And if you can do that, great, go for it. It adds some nice variety to your show. Collaborations are great too. I don't like having collaborations where I have a co-host because that means I have to count on someone else to every week show up as often as I am. And I want this, this is my personal brand. I want this to go on forever. So it's really, unless you're married, it's hard to count on someone to do, to do something with you forever. So, you know, for me, collaborations are not for me, but they might be for you. So that's, you know, the hosting style. The next part in terms of formatting your show uh, within this show flow is your writing style. What I mean is, is your show scripted? Is it completely unscripted or is it something in the middle? When I started, it was completely unscripted and it was off the cuff. It was what I was feeling. And I just had to get these ideas out of my head. And actually some of the shows were scripted. Some of them had written a blog and I read the blog, right? I didn't like how that flowed. It wasn't me naturally. Now it's somewhere in between where I have my content researched and categorized and outlined before the show. So I know what I'm going to talk about. And then the rest of it is just from my knowledge bank, right? It's just from my experience, what I want to talk about. That is something you have to figure out. How much work are you going to do beforehand? So that, you know, and can you do that every week? Is your show scripted or not scripted? Also, what is the speaking style? Is your show narrative? Is your show, you know, narrative meaning, is it storytelling? Are you out there producing and bringing people along on a journey? This is not that kind of show, but there are lots of shows that are. And the production quality ends up being somewhat higher a lot of the time, because as you are telling a story, you have to build in certain transitions that bring people along the way. 
Is your speaking style more like a speech like this? Is it like public speaking and educating and teaching and tutorials? That's okay. That's a great style. That's the style I like for my solo shows because I want to motivate you and encourage you and teach you, right? So that's the speaking style. It's different though than when I do interviews. Interviews, I'm not the focus, right? So that's a questioning speaking style. That's the interview style where my goal is to highlight my guest. That's different than two people going through topics together and both giving point of views, right? That's different. So if I bring on my guests, my goal is to get the most out of them. That's why I have them here. I have them for one hour to get all their knowledge out. So I dive into what is their expertise and I bring the stage to them. I you know, provoke them and ask questions, but mostly it is their stage and they're talking. So which style are you? That's show flow. Number three is show production. This is the engineering of the show. It includes sound design, channel design, and experience design. Sound design is for those narrative type shows, or as you have more time and engineering experience, you can bring in different things, not just your intros and your transitions, but also other elements that might liven up the show and really add quality. I'll tell you that becomes more expensive over time and more time intensive. But if you're a bigger business and you have the money for that, go for it. That's going to increase the quality of your show. The second is channel design. This is your audio visual. Are you a podcast only show? Or is there camera work involved too? Are you interviewing your people on Zoom so you can see their face? I encourage you to do visual whenever you can. It doesn't mean you have to publish it as that, but you have those assets in case in the future you want to turn them into a YouTube show or something like that. Have the assets there ready to go. It can start as audio only, but make sure you're recording it and you have those assets for you to begin with. And then the last is experience design. Is your show live or pre-recorded or interactive? If it's live, a lot of people are doing Facebook Live, Instagram Lives, whatever it is, where they let the audience participate. That's a different experience, right? It means that your show, when you push it to podcast, uh, they're not going to be able to engage like your audience is engaging. So you have to figure out where does that interaction happen on a live? Is it just the beginning and you cut that out? Are you feeding in questions from the audience so that your show content incorporates it? If so, are you making sure that you have enough questions to populate that that show can happen every week? Is your show live or not? Do you have to decide that up front so that you know what you're building each week? If it's pre-recorded, like most of my shows are, then it's actually pretty easy for your guests because if they need to reschedule, it's no big deal. You just reschedule. There wasn't someone expecting the show to happen that same day, and then you have to cancel the live because your guest didn't show up. So pre-recorded gives you the advantage of flexibility. It also means you don't have to schedule adjust it one o'clock every Wednesday, it could literally be open to whenever your guests are available. So figuring out is your show live or is it pre-recorded uh, is important. And then last is, is it interactive? And what I mean is, are you asking your audience to participate in some way, shape or form? You don't have to, but you can, you can say, Hey, I'd love to know your guys's questions and I'll bring them up and I'll highlight them in the show. A lot of people do Q and a type shows where they take all this listener input and they make a whole show about that. Uh, about the questions our audience has. That's up to you to figure out how interactive you want your show to be. Is it interactive in the show? Is it interactive on the social channels afterwards? Are you, you know, bringing them in or not? That's up to you. There's no good or bad to it, but the more interactive some of the shows can be, the more your audience gets to participate. So that's up to you. Um, not every show is designed to do that, but those, it's something you should think about because it changes the flow of your show. It also changes the production of it. So those are the, the three categories of things. I hope all those categories helped you think about what you would do when building a show. I would say it doesn't have to be perfect, but you do have to pick some of these things and then move forward. And guess what? You can adjust. 
you, you can change your style. I've changed my frequency. I've changed the show length. I've modified over time, but pick something. So you have something to aim for when you start and then adjust based on how it feels like it's going for you. Uh, and I would say, if you've got a great podcast idea, but you're, this formatting thing is holding you up, hit me up. You don't have to do this alone. I'm happy to chat with you to help you out. Just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach and ask your questions. I'm happy to help. That's it for you guys this week. If you've enjoyed this show, take a screen grab, tag me on Instagram at Brandon Berkmeyer. And remember, building your brand is a journey. That's why we do this show to tackle each of these little items each day and keep moving forward. I hope these tactics that we shared today were helpful. And as always, thank you for listening and I'll catch you all next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to brandsonbrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandsonbrands.com.